Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to greet everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Brother Hawk Bolden, and of course, it's a great pleasure of the Lord to be able to come before you and to share with you the things that uh, the Lord has laid on my heart to share today. All right, so we have been talking uh, about seasons and uh, going over the different things that the Word of God uh, shares with us in this in this particular scripture. So if you have your Bibles. Let's go to the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. Third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. And we're going to actually start reading. Um, we're going to read verse 7. We're going to read verse 1 and then we're going to jump down to verse 7. So verse 1 says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun. And so that lets us know, uh, again, that, that that in everything there's a season, okay? And then it tells us that there's a time to every purpose <clears throat> under the heaven. And so we have to know that anything that we do, we should ask ourselves, is this the time for this? I can't tell you the number of times that um, I felt led. I wanted to do something, and I knew that it was God's will for me to do it. But at the same time, I did. Uh, I wasn't really sure of the timing, and and so I would just hold my peace. In other words, there have been plenty of times that I I have um, purposed in my heart that I was going to do something, but I always asked the Lord. Is this the time? Is, is this the time that we should do it? Uh, because, you know, a lot of times we can get ahead of God and we, we can make something happen, but that we won't see the, the blessing behind it. It won't be as glorious as it would be if we had just waited on God. So there is a time and purpose to every purpose under the heaven. Everybody see that? So at whatever God's purpose is for your life or whatever you have purpose in your heart to do, there is a time to do it, and we need to we need to uh, know that. So, since we know that there is a time for every purpose, all right, then we what we're doing now is we're going over these uh, over these seasons or purposes here, and look at what verse seven says. There's a time to run and a time to sow, and today we're going to talk about the last part of this verse: a time to keep silence. And a time, now I like the way that it words that there, a time to keep silence. Notice that it does not say to be silent, but it says a time to keep silence. In other words, you keep your mouth. You're not just being something, you're keeping it. You see that? In other words, you're keeping, you're holding your peace, you're keeping so that right there. Now, how many of us have gotten in trouble over this, not knowing when to speak and when not to speak? 
and not and so when you're talking about knowing when to speak and what not to speak and and uh when not to speak, you also have to know uh that this is also dealing with what to speak and what not to speak. You see that I've got myself in trouble with the Lord over speaking before before it, it was time uh concerning certain things, and so we have to be sure. Uh, that we know when to speak and um, when not to speak. You know, we live in a generation, it, it is very strange to me, very, very strange to me, that we live in a generation now where everybody has a voice and everybody wants a voice and I'm not saying nothing's wrong with uh, people expressing themselves, but now it's just, it just seemed like people are out the box with uh, are going overboard with speaking. And, you know, we live in a day and age now where people are so opinionated and people are so passionate. And, and the bad thing is passionate about their own things. And so uh, you, you see that, you know, and I see that even on uh, my YouTube videos, sometimes people comment and, uh, it's the craziest thing to me, you know, that they could say, oh, yes, the Lord is speaking, and then in that same comment say, but you said this, you should have said that, or something like that. It's, that's crazy to me. But, you know, and, I, and I'm one of those people, you know, I can watch something, I can see something, and I can see something that is all for whatever the case is, but uh, I don't feel the need to comment. But it's like we live in a generation now, in a day and age now, where everybody feel like they have to have a voice, and everybody feel like they have to have an opinion or, or even voice that opinion, uh, even when it's contrary to the to the word of God. And so the Bible tells us that there's a, t- a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Now, I think one of the reasons why the Lord tells us that there's a time to keep silence is because, you know, a lot of times uh, what we can do if we're not careful and we can speak something before it's time. We can speak something before we know the whole situation. You see that? Yeah. We can speak something before we know the whole situation. Let's go real quick to the 17th. Uh, let's go to the 17th chapter of the book of Proverbs. The 17th chapter of the book of Proverbs. And we're going to start reading at verse uh, 27. It says, he that has knowledge spareth his words. Everybody see what they're saying there? If you've got any kind of knowledge at all, you're going to spare your words. Let me explain what that means. You know, the person that likes to talk a lot, usually they're the ones that don't know much about what they're talking about. Somebody that has knowledge, they don't, they don't feel the need to just express things just because they know it, you see that. So look at what it says. He that has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. So you notice what it's talking about there, the last two, the last things of those two parts there, spares his words and excellent spirit. So those two things go together. Oftentimes, you ever notice how when somebody gets upset, you, you'll notice that they talk a lot most of the time. They, they're talking, and, you know, of course, words, the more you speak in anger, the more angrier, the angrier you become. And so what this is saying is that if you have knowledge, in other words, some kind of understanding and wisdom about yourself, 
you're going to learn to spare your words, and that's going to cause you to, to have an excellent spirit. In other words, you're not going to be moved back and forth. Somebody that talks a lot, you'll notice that they are usually very emotional people. And and when I say emotional, I mean emotionally unstable. And and their words uh, uh, brings that about, you see. Their words bring that about. So verse 28, it says, even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. So I like it that we use the term, uh, like what, what was read in, in uh, the third chapter of Ecclesiastes, keep silence. But notice what this says here. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, so you see how, so in the Bible, a lot of times when it tells, when it talks about someone holding their peace, or when, uh, sometimes when people are saying that I'm holding my peace, they're saying that they're getting quiet. In other words, they're, they're not speaking anything. Now, isn't it something that peace is related to sparing your words? Isn't that something that, you know, the, the, in other words, the less words you speak, most of the time, the more peace you're going to have? In other words, you're holding your peace. In other words, retaining it or maintaining it. How? By not speaking. You ever notice how uh, in arguments, you know, you might start off talking about something and it's, it's peaceful at first, but then it turns into an argument. And what makes it an argument? Because people are not saying their words. And so what happens when you're arguing? You lose your peace. You see that? You lose your peace. So isn't that something? Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. You see that? And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. So there's a time to keep silence. And then there's a time to speak. So let's go to the 18th chapter of the book of Proverbs now. The 18th chapter of the book of Proverbs, and we're going to read verse 13. What it says there, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. In other words, it's foolishness. What is that saying? Somebody is so contentious that they're not even willing to completely hear the other side of it. And you know why? Because they already have their minds made up of what the other side is thinking or what their idea is or what they're going to say. And, of course, that comes from pride. And so this is letting us know that when you answer a matter before you hear it, in other words, you you already got, and that's not just talking about with your mouth. That That's also talking about with some, your mind or your brain, that in your mind you're hearing, you're listening, you may be listening at somebody talk and trying to express what they meant by something or whatever the case is. But if your mind is already made up, you're going to answer according to where your mind is. You see that? And so that's also talking about that, that not necessarily speaking, but in your mind, you're already planning a comeback. You're already planning what your what your answer is going to be to them because your mind is made up. And, you know, unfortunately, that, that happens a lot of times between husband and wife, between couples, between loved ones, or whatever the case may be. People already have their mind made up about something, and they will answer somebody even before they hear the matter. In other words, they approach people already with, with fight on the inside of them because they are making assumptions that this person meant that. Even, you know, and it's crazy. Yeah, I've come across people. It's like 
sometimes you 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 may have experienced that where you are approached by someone and you can tell that they've already had the argument in their head. They they're approaching you. You're just sitting there minding your business or whatever, and then you get approached as if you were already a part of the conversation that they've been having in their mind. You see that? And so this is that person that's uh, that's talking about. He that answers a matter before he hears it. In other words, not just answering in with your mouth, but with your mind. You've already had the argument. You've already determined what the other person meant by something or, you know, uh, or, uh, some action or words that were spoken, whatever the case may be, or you've already made up in your mind the way that something is, and you're answering according to your assumption. And so I think that's why it's important that people sit down and talk about things. And listen, and look at what they said in, in the third chapter of the book of, of, of Ecclesiastes. It says uh, that there's a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Now, this requires the wisdom of God. I, I'm going to tell you, you know, um, being in the ministry and knowing and, and having come across all of the people that I've come across, not only here in America, but in different places of the world when they, uh, you know, hear these messages or whatever, uh, I, I've come across a lot of different characters. You know, when I say character, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean people with different personalities. And sometimes I get approached with things, you know, or things get said, and I think I have, you know, I've made up in my mind, and, I, and and you have to be that way, you know, if you're going to keep your sanity, is everything does not need to be addressed. You know, everything does not need to be addressed. I've come across, you just, you know, just living life. You know, when you're dealing with people, there's going to be misunderstandings. There's going to be things said that you may not necessarily like, you know, but everything doesn't need to be addressed. You know, there is a time to speak and a time to keep silent, and we have to have the wisdom of God to understand when that time is, when those times are appropriate. But if you're one of those people, you just got it in you that, you know, you just can't get over something. You're going to live a miserable life. But see, you're going to want people to tiptoe around you to keep you from getting offended. And a lot of times that's what causes people to feel like they just have to, quote, unquote, get it off of their chest. Why? Because of offense and feeling like somebody needs to doctor up this offense that I have, you see. And so we, but we as believers, we have to determine, you know what, that's not even worth it. You know what you can do? You can come up, you, you can have a situation where you feel like somebody have wronged you or you feel like you just got to get something off your chest. And the person who you, you feel like you need to talk to have no idea what your thoughts are, not even thinking about you or thinking along those lines in the way that you're thinking. And if you're not careful, you'll start a war that's not even there. You see that? You'll bring something to somebody, and, and you you know, to them, it'll be coming out of left field. And then if you're not careful, you can cause them to get offended because you were even thinking that way. You see that? And, you know, I, hey, we all we all humans. We, we're going to bump into each other. We may do some things to rub each other the wrong way, but I'm telling you, Everything don't need to be offended. You know, we, I, I just feel like 
we need to learn to pick and choose our battles. And we don't need to make a conversation out of everything. You know, sometimes we need to just talk things up to, that's a misunderstanding, or maybe that's the way I'm perceiving it. But everybody don't need to be brought into your conversation of your misperception. You see, there's some things you just have to give over to the Lord, even if even if um, it was meant the way that you took it. You see that? Just Sometimes it's just meant to give those things over to the Lord. And I think we really need to be prayerful about what to approach people with, and not only what to approach people with, but, but how we approach people. So when we're talking about a time to speak and a time to keep silent, even when the Lord says, okay, yeah, go ahead and, let, let, let's go ahead and talk about that. Then we need to pray for wisdom of, Lord, how do I approach this? Not just, okay, so thank you for the green light, because they, they've been really asking for it, you see. But, Lord, how do I approach this? We, you know, we still, in, we still have to have a right attitude concerning how we approach uh, things, you know, even when we've gotten the green light from the Lord. So well, let's be careful, you see, that, that we don't, that we don't start a war that's not even there, you see, because a lot of times the devil will be playing in our minds and playing with our minds about certain things, and we can start believing that and really think that something's there when it's not, and then you bring it to the person, and now it's there. You see that? You started it, and you don't know the two of the five stars, you see? And so let's uh, use wisdom in these things. When we, when we, let's pray and ask the Lord, Lord, when is it time to speak? And when is it time to keep silent? You know, and, 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 and we have to know that sometimes, I tell you, we can have peace if we learn to keep our mouth shut. A lot of times we lose our peace because we don't know how to keep our mouth shut. You see that? And God won't have called us to peace. So let's not make a war out of everything. You see that? In verse 7 of chapter 18 of the book of Proverbs, it says, a fool, uh, verse 6, it says, a fool's lips enter into contention. You see that? And his mouth calleth for stokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. Everybody see that? So that lets us know. What, what is a fool? Now, let's think about it. Let's just think about it technically speaking. Somebody that has been fooled. That's what a fool is. Somebody that has been fooled. And so what is this talking about? When the devil's bringing thoughts to you and he's got you thinking that somebody's against you or somebody has done you wrong some kind of way or somebody has stepped on your toes in some kind of way and, and, and that's not the case, then you're a fool. doesn't matter how big of a Christian you are. In that moment, you're a fool. In other words, and what makes you a fool? Because you have been fooled. And, and so what makes it foolish is when you... When you step out on what the devil has brought to you and caused you to believe, you see that? And this tells us, tells us that that will be a snare of your soul. You see that? That your lips will be a snare of your soul, and that will be to your destruction. And so the devil's telling you, you know, so-and-so don't like you. And then you go to that person and say, do you like me? Uh, you know, you got a problem with me. You got an issue with me. Now you're making the other person feel like, oh, okay, so now I got to go out of my way to show them that I don't have an issue with them, or or I need to stay away from them if they're dealing with that kind of thing. You know what? What did I do? You know, and so now you're gonna really start feeling like, oh, they don't really like me because the same devil that told you 
they don't like you or they have an issue with you, if they're going out of their way to prove to you that they don't have an issue with you, that same devil will tell you, oh, they're just doing that because you brought that up to them. You see, that's a, it's never ending. So you need to learn to sometimes just keep your mouth shut. You see that? You know, if you feel like somebody has an issue with you, you know what you do? You just love them anyway. That that takes care of that. You, them have, what, what does them have an issue with you have to do with how you treat them? You see that? You you can love them regardless of how you feel like you're being treated. And, and so a lot of times when the devil brings people those issues like that or they think that way, a lot of times it's through their own selfishness. Because what kind of person do you have to be to sit back and, and wait and look and observe how somebody's treating you, how you perceive they're treating you, and, and, and that's all you're doing is sitting back, see? So if you were doing what you're supposed to do, you wouldn't be paying attention to how they're treating you if you're treating them the way you're supposed to treat them. You see that? And so we have to be careful there that, we, again, <laughs> we don't start wars that's not there. You see that? The devil has been pinging our minds all night, and then we bring that same unrest and that same lack of peace to other people. You see that? Let's not be conduits for the devil. Let, let, let's not be foolish and just believe everything that he brings to us. You see that? Let's learn to hold our peace. I'm going to tell you, if you have a shotgun for mouth and, and there's no filter be- between your brain and your mouth and you just got to get it out, you're going to be a tool of the devil. You see that? But if you learn to keep silent, I, you know that nobody's above the devil bringing them something. You see? Nobody's above that. The devil's going to bring things. And that's why we have to learn how to hold our peace, how to how to keep silent. Because everything that's coming to our brain is not meant to be spoken because a lot of times it's not real. You see that? And I tell you, you know, and I've learned from experience, if, if you ever, once you press the start button on your mouth when it's not supposed to be started, it, it, it is pretty soon it'll just bypass your brain. The devil will just be using you like you're possessed. You'll just be speaking things and not even remember what you're saying. You see that? And so that's why it's important that we, we learn to keep silence and we learn to be wise even in what we speak, you know, and even for preachers. You know, there have been plenty of times the Lord has given me something that I know I was going to preach, and it might be years down the road before I preach it. But I can't get excited because the Lord is giving me something, and then, okay, so let me share this with everybody. Said the Lord, no, that's not the way it works. You know, we have to learn to walk in wisdom. So even in even in things that God gives us, there's a time to speak it. And then we have to know that everything that God has given us is not for us to share with everybody. It could just be for us. You see that? So let's learn to walk in wisdom when it comes to speaking and being silent. Amen. So we want to say thank you all for joining us today. Um, our prayer is that something has been said that has blessed you. And uh, we want to hear from you if God has spoke something to you and you feel like, uh, he has spoken to you through this message. We'd like to hear from you through email at gtdministries at gmail.com. Have a blessed day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... 
the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.